Welcome to Find Your Sexy, the podcast that encourages self-love and celebrates female sexuality. I'm your host, Kelsey Valletta, and I want to help you discover your own unique sexy and learn to embrace it every single day. Thank you so much for joining me as we break the stigma together. Welcome to a spooky episode of the Find Your Sexy podcast. <laughs> Happy Halloween, you guys. I love Halloween. I live for this shit. Every single year, I'm like, spooky season, let's do it. Honestly, we don't even need it to be spooky season to talk about scary stuff, which is perfect because it's Halloween. Today, we are going to be talking about four fears that you need to ghost. See what I did there? I love any excuse for a good theme, for a good analogy, or should I say metaphor? That wasn't an analogy. It was a metaphor. I promise I know what I'm doing. So four fears that you need to ghost. This is the perfect thing for us to be talking about on Halloween because The majority of us live with these fears on a day-to-day basis, and they are hands down the reason why we never fully feel safe enough to be seen as our fullest, truest, most authentic selves. And so often we'll just go on through our lives living as this watered down, boxed up version of who we are, but we all deserve better than that, right? We deserve to shine, to express ourselves fully, to be the main fucking character of our lives, whoever that is, whatever that looks like to us. And overcoming these four fears and ghosting them, right? Like, peace out, is going to help you get one step closer to being able to really live your life to the fullest and be that main character. And I just want to take a second and talk about the fact that I know that I refer to this like main character energy, you being the main character of your life a lot on this podcast. It's honestly not even on this podcast. It's in my life. It's part of my coaching. It's what I do. And I know it sounds like very catchphrasy, but I need you to know that I mean it. And it's true, and it's real, and it's it's a thing, right? Like, I hope you really take the time to understand that you are the main character of your own life. And I know that there's a lot of, like, jokes around that, and people like to kind of, like, poke fun at a lot of things around main character energy, but you deserve to view your life through the lens of someone who is the main character, which is you, as if this is a movie you're watching and it gets the story gets to be played out in your favor from your perspective. And that's literally what life is like. Anything is possible. Whatever you want your storyline to be, it's going to happen. Whatever you want your character development to be, whoever you want your character to turn into, it can happen because you are living that person, that character right now. So I just want to take a minute to explain why it's not so like corny and far-fetched as it may sound to some people. Because I know I've heard some people hear that and they're like, (laughs) no, stop. You're the main character. You're the main character. Just accept it already, okay? 
stop fighting it. You're the main character, okay? And if you're feeling a little uncomfortable, if you don't feel fully like you are yet, guess what? It's Halloween. Why don't you try that little costume on? Just try it on for size and wear it throughout the day. Start acting like you're the main character. What would she do? What would she say? How would she act? Guess what? It's Halloween. So if it feels really uncomfortable, you can tell yourself it's Halloween. This isn't real. This is an excuse. And um, just do me a favor. Give it a try today and see how it feels. Okay, let's talk about what these four fears are that so many of us allow to hold us back in life and how we can start to ghost them and overcome them. So today we are going to be talking about the fear of failure, the fear of judgment, fear of being found out, and the fear of good. That's right, the fear of good. Stick with me. We'll explain what each of these means. So let's start with the fear of failure. I'm willing to bet that for most of us, this is a completely relatable fear. I think that almost all of us struggle with a fear of failure at some point in our early developmental years. And the reason that I stress that, that it happens in our early developmental, developmental, geez, tongue twister, years, is that what that does, having that fear of failure, right, like a test or losing a sports game, the, the pressure and the need to win, to get that good grade, to, to win the game, what that does is it teaches us subconsciously that if we get a grade that's not an A or if we don't make that final goal or basket or touchdown toward the end of the game when the buzzer goes off, that we have completely failed. It discounts all of our efforts and all of our intentions leading up to that moment. And yes, while like actually winning a sports game and getting good grades is a real thing and has benefits, of course, we need to take a second to recognize that when we don't win or do well or achieve the outcome that we thought we were supposed to in those instances, that it has subconsciously taught us that we are less than. And what that does is that creates this unrealistic expectation and pressure as we get older that we are so, so afraid to fail that oftentimes it will actually prevent us from taking the necessary steps that we need to take in order to move forward, in order to like discover things, right? Like we're afraid to try new things is what if we're not good at it? We're afraid to take a risk because what if it doesn't work out the way that we thought that it would or that it was supposed to? We are left feeling like a failure. But what we need to do is adjust and transition the relationship that we have with what it means to be a failure. Because really, by failing at something, it means that you tried and most likely learned a lesson. I know that you've heard that like so many places. That might be the cheesiest thing you hear me say on this podcast, right? Like, oh, a failure is just, I don't even know what the, what the actual eloquent like lesson line is, but you basically learned a lesson. Okay. There's no such thing as failure. And I actually wholeheartedly agree with that 
So the next time you find yourself wanting to try something new or take a risk, do something, but you find yourself being held back by the fear of failure, I want you to first think back to where that stemmed from in your life and just lovingly thank it for trying to protect you and make you feel safe and important. And we're going to lovingly release that and we are going to trust ourselves to move forward and take action. And if it doesn't work out the way we thought it would, if it does not meet our expectations, then you know what? We're going to look at what we can learn from it and we're going to look back and reflect on how we grew from it. Because quite frankly, there's no such thing as failure, really. As long as you change the relationship that you have with the word, then it can no longer be a fear that's holding you back. So let's decide to ghost that right now, like, peace out, ghost, fear of failure, bye. Okay, so let's move on to the second one, which is fear of judgment. Oh my gosh, fear of judgment. This is probably, like, this one makes me cringe. This is one that has been the most difficult thing for me to overcome and something that I still to this day constantly have to, like, check in with myself on, and it's a constant battle to overcome. But I now want you to take a minute and think back to where your fear of judgment originated from. And most likely for a lot of people... Our first experience with judgment happened in our younger years, of course, because we're going to keep revisiting those just lovely character-building younger years, when we began expressing ourselves in a way that felt so free at the time, but we had somebody in our life, probably an adult figure, a parent authority figure, who was meaning well most likely, telling us stop or that's not like you're being too much or um, don't do that. You're embarrassing me, right? I mean, I know that I did some embarrassing things (laughs) for my parents when I was a child. And we hear statements like this when we're younger that make us retreat inward and they make us feel like it's not fully safe for us to be completely who we are, express ourselves in the way we want to express ourselves because we have a fear that other people are going to feel uncomfortable with how we act, what we say, or who we are. And I know a lot of us also have had an experience with this when it comes to just going to school as a child. I don't, I mean, I went to a public school. I don't know what it was like if you went to like a a private or religious school, but I mean, it's still kids going to school with kids. And we know that sometimes kids can be mean because they're growing and learning and, you know, they got to learn their lessons to get to know how to act, right? And a lot of times we want to just feel accepted by our peers And we want to make friends and feel like we're part of a community. And if another kid didn't like what you were wearing or what you had for lunch, it was like such a shameful experience. Like I remember if if what you had for lunch was not cool in the school I went to when I was little, it was like 
you were immediately like you were a loser which is so ridiculous right like now as an adult we can all we can all understand that that's ludicrous like that would never make me change what I brought for lunch now but as a kid it's everything and those experiences all those little experiences and examples I just gave are where this fear of judgment stems from so now as we're adults we're afraid to like go out of our house in an outfit. Like what are other people going to think if I'm wearing this outfit? Or what are other people going to think if I speak my mind? And what that does again is it limits us from fully expressing who we are and fully taking action on who we want to be. And how, please just tell me how, you can fully get the most out of your life if you are not operating from that main character perspective because that main character version of you is going to say the things she wants to say she's going to take action on the things that she wants to do she's going to risk it to have experiences right like that's life so how do we ghost this fear of judgment the next time you find yourself questioning doing or saying something because you have a fear of judgment or what other people might say or think, I want you to take a minute and think back to an instance when your younger self was in a similar situation. And the sad thing is, but just the reality is, is I'm sure we can all think of times in our lives when we were younger where we felt judged by our our peers around us. I want you to take a minute and think back to that situation and just allow yourself to have an inner child moment of really embodying that version of you. Like really sitting and feeling and experiencing what that was like to feel that way at that age. And after you allow yourself to experience that, I want you to really just take a step back and look your younger self in the eyes and let her know that you're okay. That it's okay. You've made it this far. And all your younger self is going to want from you is to know that you grew up to be exactly who you want it to be. And I don't want that to make you feel any sort of pressure, if you feel like you're not there yet, that's okay. We're on this journey called life. There's ups, there's downs. There's a lot going on. If you don't feel like you're that version of you you've always wanted to be yet, that's okay. But you know what you get to do is you get to look that younger version of you in the eye and let her know, I'm doing everything I can to get there, girlfriend. I'm doing my best. I'm showing up for us. I'm overcoming the haters, the judgment, the critics. I'm overcoming my fears because we deserve to be who we want to be. Try out that exercise and I promise you, you will be one step closer to ghosting that fear of judgment. All right, the next fear, fear of being found out. What do I mean when I say fear of being found out? I think so many of us, I keep saying that because I don't want to just assume that everybody 
experiences and thinks the way that I do, but I also have had enough conversations with people to know that I'm not the only one. So I will continue to say that. But so many of us, when we're younger, we think just adults have it figured out. They have all of life figured out. They are experts. When you're a kid, if an adult tells you something, you're like, oh shit, that's fact. That is like hand on the Bible. Like that is facts right there. That can't be not true. They're an adult. They know, right? Like you go to the doctor, you're like 100%. I listened to this one doctor. I'll tell you, one of the weirdest things for me was like getting older and realizing like doctors that they say they practice medicine because it's a, it's a practice. Like, yeah, they, they know pretty much what they're talking about, what they're doing, but like nothing's for certain. That was a scary thought. I was like, holy shit, no one really knows anything. We're all just doing our best. So this fear of being found out comes from this place of when we're younger, we think that adults know everything. And then you become an adult and you're like, holy shit. Like, adults don't know anything. Like, we're all really literally just figuring it out as we go. I'm like, when I do my taxes, am I, like, is the IRS going to come after me? Did I do something wrong? I don't know. I'm not a professional. It's like, it's crazy, right? Like, there's so much that we don't know that we are constantly learning on a day-to-day basis. And most of us still, for some reason, have this idea that, like, other people know way more than we do. Like, like, I'm going to be totally, let me totally be transparent with you guys, okay? I'm going to be totally transparent with you. A couple years ago, I had to get new tires on my car because I went to, I kept losing air in one of them. I went to Discount Tire and the guy was like, hey, when's the last time you had your tires rotated? And I like died on the inside because I had never gotten my tires rotated at all and my car's 12 years old. I mean, I I had new tires in between that, but I lied to him because I was like so embarrassed. Like, I I don't, I was like, oh, I thought they were getting rotated when I got my oil changed. Like, and then I went home and I called my mom and I was like, uh, how come no one told me I'm supposed to get my tires rotated? And of course she laughed at me and she's like, how'd you not know that? And it's like, well, no one's talking about it. Like, (laughs) No one ever taught me I have to get my tires rotated. And I felt like an idiot because at this point I was nearly a 30-year-old woman. I was like, how do I not know this? But I did not want this guy at Discount Tire to know that I didn't know this. I had this fear of being found out that as if like I'm dumb, (laughs) right? But it's like we all have those little things in life that we don't know. And it's okay. It's okay to not know. I mean, there's so much in this world to know about. Like, no one knows everything. So we walk around with this fear of being found out by other people that we're not, like, the end-all, be-all, like, encyclopedia of knowledge. But that's okay. It's okay not to know everything. It's okay if you are not, like totally exactly at the point that you want to be in your life and if you're still trying to figure it out and working toward it it's okay it's okay because guess what we're all in the same boat 
we're all trying to figure this shit out as we go along also. So all of us are just walking around with a fear of being found out by other people that we don't know what we're doing. So can we all just like agree that we're on the same page and we're all just figuring it out as we go? Because then guess what? There's no fear to be had of being found out if we all just agree that like, yeah, we're all just out here like free balling it, just trying to figure it out. So let's just decide to ghost that fear together right now. Whew, fear of being found out. Goodbye. That's a stressful one. We don't deserve to live with that. All right, last fear I want to talk about. The fear of good. What do I mean when I say the fear of good? I'll tell you what I mean. I'm not going to make you sit there and guess. I'll tell you what I mean. Life is tough. And all of us, and I feel confident saying all of us, have bad things, bad times, bad experiences that we are faced with, that we have to go through and overcome in our life. And the truth is, is the human brain is naturally hardwired to think negatively. We, by nature, are like pessimistic creatures. And if we want to be optimistic and if we want to see the good in things, we actually have to practice that. And we have to take necessary steps to rewire the way that we subconsciously think. And you've heard me talk about this before when it comes to our self-talk and why it's so important that we talk to ourselves in the mirror to rewire those subconscious thoughts. But let me just circle back here before this isn't an episode on mirror talk. The reason why we have a fear of good is because we're naturally hardwired to believe that we don't deserve the good. And I'm just going to take a minute and let that sink in with you because I know that that might trigger you or impact you in some type of way. I know that this was something that I had to really work through in the last few years. This fear of good. I'm scared that if I become the person I've always wanted to be, if I get that dream job, if I find my person and fall in love and have this incredibly safe relationship, if I finally have the life that I dream of, I don't know how to exist in that world. I don't know how that good version of my life wouldn't come crashing down. A lot of us look at life this way. A lot of us have this fear of all of the good because we have a limiting belief that it can't exist. And what that does is it prevents us from taking action to begin with. It prevents us from taking steps that are necessary to achieve goals that are going to lead to success and happiness and us thriving because we've convinced ourselves that it's all just not going to be able to exist in the long run. So we have this fear of good. So how do we begin to overcome this fear of good 
so we can ghost it and like really actually believe that we deserve to live in that version of our lives where everything is good and it feels fucking amazing because we deserve it. You might already know what I'm going to tell you, but the key to this truly is that self-talk. You have to master the words and the dialogue that are happening inside of your head if you want to transform the way that you see the world around you. If you want to shift your perspective on your life in the world that you live in, you have to shift your self-talk. And if you're needing support around how to do that, I have a whole online course that helps with just that. You can get it on my website at findyoursexy.co or get information on my Instagram. But that is the number one key to being able to ghost that fear of good and instead welcome it welcome it into your home with open arms welcome it into your head into your heart like i want you to become that good that you've been so afraid of i want you to embody it as if it is just like the brightest light you've ever seen in the world because when you understand the fact that you deserve all that good and then you actually start acting accordingly and things start falling into place, it's incredible how your perspective on the world around you and your life is going to change. Now, of course, life is still life. The world is still the world that we live in. Things are going to happen. Like, of course, bad things happen. It's going to happen. But you need to separate bad things happening from your fear of good because the two exist on totally different planes and they are not related to each other. The only reason you've related them is because it made you feel safer in your little box. But it's time to break free from that box, girlfriend. So those are our four fears that I really want you to be intentional about letting go of and think about some of these things we talked about today, these action steps I gave you, some exercises I gave you for how you can start to detach from these fears and change your relationships with them moving forward. Now, it is Halloween, so you might feel some fear today, but... Make sure that it's not these four types that we've talked about and it's like coming from scary movies or haunted houses or maybe like a really spooky trick-or-treater because that's always fun. I hope that this episode brought some sort of value to you and helps you take some action on getting closer to stepping into and embodying your main character energy and really really starting to live your life as the version of you that you've always wanted to be because you deserve that. You deserve it just as much as anyone else. All right. I love you so much. Thank you for listening on this spooky Halloween. (laughs) That's so fun. Ah! Oh, I'm going to be talking to everybody like that today. Okay. Until next time, go out there and find your sexy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. For more information, visit findyoursexy.co or follow me on social media at Kelsey Valletta. 
And if you would like to leave a five-star review of the show, I would be so grateful. Actually, I can't think of anything that would be more sexy.